Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The choice of a lawyer is important and shouldn't be based on an ad. After a serious car accident, people have two questions. Why me and what now? Well, no one knows why you, but I'm Terry Crouppen, and my law firm, Brown & Crouppen, sure can help with the what now. Car repairs, medical bills, lost wages, pain and suffering. We're Brown and & Crouppen, and we've got all those answers. All you have to do is call. 222-2222. Rise and shine, St. Louis. It's the Brown and Crouppen Morning After on KPN-TFM HD2, Collinsville, St. Louis. At the Morning After STL on YouTube and on TMASTL.com with Tim McKernan, Doug Vaughn, Iggy Strode, The Plowboy, and Action Jackson. 707 in St. Louis, you are listening to the Morning After, which is presented to you by Brown and Crouppen. Welcome, friends, to the Munganess, St. Louis, Acura, Alton Toyota. It's Munganess Burkhardt, Alton Toyota to you, Doug. Uh, seven o'clock hour, yeah. and uh, my name is Timothy Michael McKernan. That's Douglas Elvin Vaughn. On my left is Kenneth Eggy Strode. Sitting across from me is the Plowhawk, and in the Horton Watkins Studios, Jackson Bennett Burkett. And we are all hot. We are all randy. Yeah. And if things go right, we will all exchange bodily fluids between no. now and the time Jackson returns to balloon party. Uh, I'm not doing that. You're back. Plowsy's back. Order what? has been restored. What? Woot! How was vacation? Uh, vacation was wonderful. Was or it? vacation, sorry. Yeah, thank you. I was going to mm-hmm. correct you. Uh, vacation was uh, was wonderful. Holiday. Beautiful place. Holiday. I like that. Yeah. How about that? How was holiday mm-hmm. at university? Yeah, Tim Winter holiday. Tim I think was off on holiday. Yeah. It is a thing. You had you had the vid. Yeah. Yeah. It was How annoying. Feeling? It was the worst time to have it. I feel great. Like I could have came in on Friday, but it wasn't the time frame to test. I had to wait till that afternoon slash evening on Friday. The vid is never going away. Yeah, and it, COVID it was, will be a thing. I think for the rest of our lives. It was a one day a, super fatigue. Viruses don't really go away. They get in your body and they're there. I have plenty of tests on hand. We got you know we got four or five of them, so I was able to test frequently. Yeah. So it but, sucked, but I'm back and glad to be back. You weren't terribly sick. I'm just lethargic, little fatigued. Yeah. You want a Coca Cola? Yeah. To pick me up. Did you lose any weight with this illness? No, I didn't lose an you appetite. Because you could stand to shed a few pounds. Didn't lose an appetite. What was it? Losing taste buds. Didn't do that. Like, it was just a, f- a mm-hmm. day flu, felt like. So, all right. No big issue. I'll get in the YouTube chat and see if uh, anything is hot. Uh, and that is uh, at youtube.com slash T-M-A-S-T-L. And uh, talk it over with what our... Really, a number of young ladies. I've, I'm surprised by the number of young ladies in there talking, mm-hmm. but uh, it's very naughty in there, and I like it. Uh, YouTube.com slash TMASTL, and then you also have the J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com text inbox. That's 314-881-TMA5. Call in 636-9004-TMA and email in the morning after at InsideSTL.com for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day and be what I would describe as a friend of the feather. Jackson, you were telling me on Friday there were a bunch of phone calls. Yeah, we were piping them in, man. Doug, you love the phone lines. Oh, yeah. That's well, when you, generally, you gotta, when you're going to the well, yeah. I love that. 
Some friends. Spe- speaking of listeners, I had a guy come up to me at a Mizzou trivia night on, uh, I guess it was Saturday, not Friday, Saturday, and said his son, a doctor in Denver, listens to the show every day. It's a show for the medical community and always has been. It's the physician's choice. New England Journal of Medicine has recommended this show. And he listens to us and gets quite a bit of medical advice and in turn saves lives. That's correct. Thank you for saying so it. So I, I walked a little taller when I left that night. Thank you for acknowledging mm-hmm. that this show is for the elite. I said, you're, wait a minute, you're serious? He's a doctor, a real doctor? Yeah, he listens every day. You've said enough to get your right shoulder merit badge. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And I, I couldn't believe it. I said, I don't think we've ever had a doctor admit to listening to this. Well, his son did. Doug, do you have a problem if somebody sends in a text of this size? I yeah, mean, that's, that, that, way too long. <laughs> I got it. God, do you see it plow off? I got a new computer. I don't have the text line. Oh, no. I don't have that. Yeah. I didn't uh, have my text credentials when I came in, yeah, and Jackson had to restore well. them. Jackson, did you block me from the text inbox? Uh, no. Probably just uh, the brief respite. Probably yeah. uh, forced you off. Okay. Does Jackson have the power to block everybody? I guess so. No. I Who is this guy? <laughs> I wield more power than you think, Doug, so just watch your step. Who is yeah. he? Why would you block Tim? <laughs> Thank you, Doug. Uh, I'm trying to commandeer. I'm trying to... Let's see how Zach's wife, Gummy, uh, what, he, what he had to get off his chest. In case you didn't get a chance to tune in, here is a quick recap of last week. Oh, Iggy God. did some paola for Milton for completing his 1040 easy. Iggy, do you agree with that, or is that uh, false? No, I just said we have a person that used to be a loyal sponsor, but he stopped being a sponsor because he was getting too much business. And Doug right away said, Mark Milton. That's right. Mm-hmm. STL tax. Yeah, right. I did my taxes again this year. Thank you very much. Wonderful gentleman. Mm-hmm. Wonderful guy. Uh, yeah. He's like a 20 handicap, but there's an asterisk next to it. Uh, he shot a 72 right at Gateway that one day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's under par regularly. It happens. <laughs> the militant fan page incels got angry at girls' basketball talk? Mm-hmm. The militant fan page incels got angry at girls' basketball. We talked time. a little Caitlin Clark breaking the record. We talked a little uh, Incarnate Word breaking the record. Only for, you know, 10 minutes or so, and, and that got him going. I said, I don't even follow chicks' hoops. <laughs> mm-hmm. Plowsy took a Tim's on vacation, so I'm going to take a three-day tummy ache break. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Well, I have the, the COVID test pictures to prove it. I wanted to make sure when I emailed Tommy and yeah. everybody, I wanted to make sure it wasn't just... You sent him your test pictures? Well, it wasn't like a stool sample. I mean, it's just the positive test. It's not like, I, hey, look, solid poops. You know, the show is 15 minutes late one day because the board broke. Yeah, yeah and actually, First that did day. happen. First time it ever happened. Like we turned mm. on the mic. What does a board break mean? We actually had to unplug. We had to call Marshall and unplug one of the boxes. Oh my! And so we wouldn't have been able to do that. Was this one of the days you were in, or was this? Yeah, it was room? that last Monday, day before COVID. Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. Oh, it was everything worked but the microphones. Yeah, and then Tim. Funny thing was, we had dead air for a second. And then I decided to play a little Simbad. <laughs> <laughs> but we left the cameras on, so while we were fixing mm-hmm. it, the cameras were on. People could watch it was all the activity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ken was upset with the audience. Iggy, were you upset with the audience? Is that accurate? It's an everyday occurrence, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Ken was upset when Learn gave him a Valentine's Day card, but it included her husband in the picture and didn't include a personalized message or other gifts. Is that accurate? No, I wasn't mad at all. It was like a mass mailing as much as anything. (laughs) Did you get one? No. Oh, there you go. Well, it was personalized then, strictly for Iggy, not the Yeah, and there was a rose on there. On Friday, the lead topic was general water bottle discussion. Is that accurate? General water bottle discussion. What did the Greg Lansky tweet say? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember. I wasn't here. Yeah, you weren't there. Neither was I. I don't know. A general water bottle discussion. I, I think I was just. I think I mentioned that uh, 
my all of my new neighbors. <laughs> um, they, 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 every week they're they're carrying in five cases of water. I don't I don't get it. And then we just talked about how bottled water is kind of a rip off anyway. I'm mm-hmm. led with it. Then Jackson has a new Stanley water bottle. No, he I did not. Shows off. There you go. That's Incorrect. It's it. not Stanley. Mm-hmm. It's the new water bottle. And, oh, and Kenny's internet beef ended with Lisa Ann leaving the show and thus ending one of the few good mm-hmm. segments of the show. He also explained how it was your fault for not standing mm-hmm. up for him. That's from Zach's wife, Gummy. Uh, that, that was not accurate. That, that last that's, part. A, that's a synopsis. So wrong. Last part was not accurate. Mm-hmm. I was there for that one. So I, so th- on, on the Lisa Ann thing, I'm flying down to, uh, what do you call it, Doug, vacation? Uh-huh. Great start to vacation. Well, she texted me on the Thursday that we were flying down there. And so, you know, when we went the same thing with when we flew to uh, to Jamaica a couple, what I guess it was last year. Uh, when you're flying to the Caribbean out of St. Louis, usually, I would imagine, you are getting up super early. Remember, we got, I don't know what time we got to the airport for Jamaica, but I got, I feel like it was like around 4.30 or something. Remember that? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it yeah. was, that's just the nature of the beast. So I'm exhausted. I'm on the flight. My wife's sleeping. And I'm like, God, I don't know how people are able to sleep on planes as well as, as they are, but clearly more people can. I can't. So I'm just sitting there. And I think I was reading. And then I get this text from Lisa Ann. And, you know, it's uh, explaining her reasoning. And I thought, all right, you know, Super cool, understand, you know, send her a message thanking her for all her time with the show, and she says thank you, and, and then that was it. And I, I didn't really think all that much of it, to be real straightforward. I don't even know if I told my wife about it. I didn't just didn't think that much of it. Um, but then, Sunday evening, I believe, Jackson sent me a text addressing his game plan for handling the situation. I thought, how in the hell does Jackson know about Lisa Ann's text to me? He wields all power. And now, now that I get back in here and I see he blocked me from the text inbox, I feel like we might have... Power-hungry like, sack-ass! Yeah. That's what I was... Mm-hmm. He, sees all the, he sees all the glory, and he knew. <laughs> all this mm-hmm. is being no- noted, Doug. Just He's like, Alexander Haig, I am in <laughs> charge. <laughs> Just keep that it like up. 1981? I don't know the years, Tim. <laughs> yep. Keep it up. Um, and, uh, and I said, did somebody at Hubbard say something about it? Cause I'm like, did Lisa Ann reach out to people at Hubbard? Cause that would, that would have struck me as surprising, mm-hmm. but it was a, a big topic on the TMA fan page on Facebook. And so you sent me the text. I feel like in the afternoon was that, yeah, it would have been Sunday cause Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah. Yep. And so we were going to the Super Bowl thing, uh, and and I felt like I didn't respond until maybe after the Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. And I was, I felt like, oh, crap. If Jackson's texting me about the show, maybe I'm off on this. Now, you tell me if I'm wrong, Jackson. All right. That means you were a little concerned about the situation. Just a little tight. Just okay. a little tight and, like, because I've never dealt with a situation like this where there's, like, this big build-up to something and we're, like, setting the record, kind of. Right. So... Then I read Lisa Ann's post, and then the responses, because Jackson explained to me that it was a, a Facebook thing. But I, I was like, if this is a Hubbard management thing, then that, that would have surprised me. I can't imagine, like, Tommy Mattern, for example, no. being aware of this. Probably still isn't. No, or cares. <laughs> Just now finding out about <laughs> it now. Right. And so... Uh, 
I don't know what call, what counsel did I give you? Tell me what counsel I gave you. It was eight days ago at this point. Uh, it's just basically like, if you want to talk about it, talk about it. Absolutely. Don't. Yeah. Well, I think you were saying Iggy was going to say something at the beginning of the show, and then you're going to drop it. And I said, if you if you if you make a topic taboo, all it does is invite more attention to it, and then speculation, and so on and so forth. And then furthermore, even though I realize if you're on the TMA fan page on Facebook. It's a it's a it's a big part of your experience with the show. Fortunately for the show, there are a large number of people who listen to the show who aren't on the page. And I'm not saying because the page is good or bad. I'm just saying you know the show's audience is is larger than that. And that's not a brag. It's just I think it's probably pretty obvious. A lot of people just aren't on it uh, who listen to the show and aren't even aware of it. So I said you're going to have to update people on on what she said because otherwise, to me, it was just a private thing. And I kind of figured that was going to happen. I was surprised she was back on the week after her and Iggy had the the thing back in October. Um, but as far as uh, as that went, I you know I I, I I think oftentimes with these kinds of conversations, I don't know if it's more so in 2024 than it was say 25 years ago. But there has to be a good person and a bad person, or you have to be on a team, or there has to be a side, and. You know, I I just I don't I don't I don't see it that way. I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm just telling you, I don't see it that way. Another thing that, and I don't. It, number one, a couple of things that, that you you, go, you experience when you when you're on a show, uh, is you want people to care. Now you don't go into the show trying to make people to care, uh, trying to make people care because then you're 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 doing sketches and bits. But if people care, then that means people listen to the show and if people don't listen to the show then you don't have a show so the cost of doing business is for people to love some people hate some people but you want again not intentionally but you want people to be emotionally invested so it's a good thing when people care whether it's good or bad you want people to care uh and another thing that I would say to the audience, and I understand if people, I, I guess, don't believe it, although I'd like to think I have credibility, but if I don't, I don't, um, is that there are some parts of probably, you know, a large number of the stories when it comes to this show, and the Lisa Ann thing would be another example of a lot that maybe at least one of us or all of us know. I don't know about all of us on the Lisa Ann thing. Um that has gone on, whether whether it be the business of who's on the show or where we go, where the audience isn't privy to it. And and it's a choice because I, I think life would be a lot easier um, from my perspective uh, if, if I said everything. But part of the reason why the show has been able to exist for as long as it's existed is to the ability to, or the choice, uh, to compartmentalize some things that need to stay off the air um, in the best interests of keeping the peace, for lack of a better term. And then sometimes because things are left off the air, the audience is then left to fill in the blanks. So I don't get mad at the audience, or I try not to get mad when I read things that I know aren't true or that are attacking me or attacking someone on the show or multiple people on the show or the whole show. Um, if the audience isn't made aware of, of some of the details, that's, that's natural. Uh, it, but it's, it's the cost of doing business. And the other choice is to just air everything out, but then it's going to cause, I'm, I'm just telling you, and hopefully people can understand it, but I also, you know, most people's jobs aren't in the public eye. Uh, not, 
understanding how, if you were to say things, how it could cause bigger problems. So, with specific to Lisa Ann, whether you, I mean, I, I, my official ruling on it is I experienced exactly what Iggy experienced that day when she was pissed. Iggy handled it one way, I handled it another way. And I'm not saying that I, my way was right and Iggy's way was wrong or Iggy was right and I was wrong. I, I just, I'm like, okay, I recognize when somebody's pissed off, even though I know I didn't do anything wrong. And the whole reason why I was even texting her about Brianna Coppage is because she had emailed me um, a link when we were in the New York Post. So she had reached out to me about it. So she was following that story when, I, when our show was in the New York Post. So that's the reason why... Uh, you know, she she had initiated the conversation. Otherwise, I, I mean, I would I didn't like, hey, Caden, you know, look at us. Uh, it was because she had emailed me when she saw the link of us in the New York Post. So when Brianna was going out to L.A., I guess it was, we had already engaged. She had already initiated the contact about Brianna. But it was a day where she was clearly having a rough day. And you recognize when that happens, especially when you're dealing with somebody who is in a spot like she's in, where she does get a hell of a lot more people reaching out to her than most people. And you understand that. And I wouldn't have handled a situation like that personally, but, you know, everybody's got good days and bad days. And in my experience with Lisa Ann over the however many years she was affiliated with the show, 95 plus percent of the interactions were positive. And I, and I know that. And I think most of the guys on the, on the show know that, if not all the guys on the show know that. So uh, you recognize when somebody has a bad day, and if you've been in a relationship, especially if you've been married, you understand sometimes you just go, okay, I'm sorry. Even if you're just like, I didn't do anything wrong, but whatever. And then you just move on. And that was how I chose to handle it. I also, if I'm Lisa Ann, I would not have gone on and, and laid into Iggy for 10 minutes. Um, I really disagree with uh, that we didn't step in and, and defend Iggy. I, you know, if people want to say that, again, I can't control him saying that. Um, but again, part of the reasoning is knowing the whole story. And I can't fault people who don't know the whole story, and that's in large, I mean, that's 99.999% of the population. Um, so that, that, that just comes with the territory. And maybe it would be better to, it would be more satisfying for the audience, I guess, to tell them everything, but then there would be ramifications. And so that's the tough, tough part about it. Um, and it's weird because the show's probably had its, had its run in part because there's so much transparency. So then to pick and choose the things that are, you're not transparent with would irritate people. So I understand people being irritated by it. I guess I just would ask for the benefit of the doubt on the choice of what is public and what is private, because there is in some capacity, um, you know, a calculation of sorts as to what has greater upside and what has greater downside. And in this case, there are a variety of circumstances. But you can be pissed at Lisa Ann for the way she handled the thing with Iggy, and I would say, okay, here is a woman who, on her own dime, chose to fly to St. Louis to be there for Jay Randolph Jr. when she thought he was going to be around still just to lift his spirits. And then when he did pass away, still, on her own dime, chose to fly to St. Louis to be there for the year-end awards at Harpo's back in 2022. 
And if you think that is the action of somebody who you now want to say is a horrible person because of how she handled Iggy, then I'm going to respectfully disagree. But I know that. And you can say she needed it for a brand or whatever. I mean, my God, she this show has zero impact on Lisa Ann's financials. And if you want to say Iggy's a bad guy because of the way he handled things with Lisa Ann, then I can't control you doing that. But uh, if Iggy were a bad guy or somebody the other four of us didn't want to work with, uh, I assure you Iggy wouldn't be here. So it's it's not as simple as Team Iggy or Team Lisa Ann. It's, in my opinion, I wouldn't have handled it like you handle it, obviously, because I got the exact same situation, but you doesn't mean the way I handled it means that is is right. Uh, I think a lot of people may respect the way that you handled it more so than the way that I handled it. And I wouldn't have done what Lisa Ann did either. But just because she did something and it was a bad day uh, doesn't then make her a bad person and then somebody that we all crap on. It's a breakup. It's not the biggest deal in the world. It was a great run. Maybe she'll be back someday. Maybe she won't. I don't know. But I understand uh, her decision, and, you know, it's completely cool. So there's there's what I have to say about that uh, eight days later. Thoughts, concerns? It's fine. We can talk about the Blues and Predators mm, if you yeah. want. Oh, my God. No, no, I, I think I, I, think I about said. Hideki back nine was sick. I think I said when we brought this up last week, I said she's done a lot of great things for the show. I'm not saying she's a terrible person. People saying that. I didn't say that. I said that she's done so many good things for the show, but I just had enough. And I didn't <clears throat> I didn't phrase it where I blamed you guys for not sticking up for me. I the the way I talked about it was I said, "Look, <clears throat> I'm not saying you guys should have done that. You guys are your own people. Uh you're not like that. I just know how I am." And it was kind of getting into why this all happened, why you know, I'm I'm done with her, uh, is because I don't put up with it. And if she would have went after one of you guys, I would have just screamed at her. I said, don't talk to us on our own show like that. But then, but that, that's, but not, then that's saying that the four of us were wrong for not jumping in for you. No, I'm not. You. And that, I'm just that, saying that's, what, that's crap. No, I'm not. I said well, then what, what are I, you saying? I said what I would have done. Not just because I yelled well, at so her. So then that's, that's putting you on a moral high ground to no, Darren, no, no. Doug, it's, and it's Jackson telling and myself. Me, it's that's telling me how I, no, it's how I am. How I react to things. Like people say, you should just let this go. I said, I'm sorry, Lisa Ann. But that's not how I act. Just like if she didn't want you guys, I would have screamed at that too. That's just the way I am. Yeah, but that's saying that we did something wrong. No, I'm by not. not. We're doing not the it. same people. Right. You don't you don't you don't do things like I do. Right. But I also am aware of what much more than as is Doug Darren and Jackson as to the whole story. And that's why I'm not gonna get involved on it on the air. That's that's my whole thing. One of the things about the show, and again, one of the reasons why it survived for twenty years is because, yeah, there have been plenty of things, holy crap, that we've done a show and the audience has no idea what that, that, that like, people are, like, effing Plowhawk got fired on the air. Nobody even knew it, even though we all knew it. While we're doing a show, the man was fired. Thanks for, <laughs> short <laughs> haircut time. Time on to finish off the day, we, it has continued on. Can you imagine the rage that Darren's feeling while that's going on? But what's in the best interest of the situation is to just, you just deal with it as much as it would have been entertaining and so that was one of the things that I was thinking once, once Jackson texted me and I then read all that stuff. As I'm going, God, this, th- maybe this is just like, this. I, I'm, I'm not made for 2024 podcasting, radio, whatever it is. Because like in my mind, I'm like, this is the kind of thing that I would think more people who are doing what we do would salivate over and like, let's make a huge deal out of this and let's 
post on all of the, and I'm just going, God, I'm kind of, my honest response, I'm kind of bored by it. It's not, it's, it, it, that's my honest response, and maybe you're not supposed to say you're bored by something, but I always just want to be honest with the audience. Again, as much as I can be without uh, airing people out publicly uh, when there are things that are going on behind the scenes. But I'm just like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to like capitalize on this for hashtag content. Uh, I don't want to use people's lives. And somebody, in the case of Lisa Ann, who was despondent when she texted me on Thursday, I was concerned about her when I got that text on, on my flight. Um, clearly, really not doing well with what had taken place the previous four days. And I'm like, I'm like, I, I, the idea of coming, like if I were doing the show that Monday, last Monday, I'd be like, God, I know we got to talk about it, but I, I wouldn't want to seize on it, even though I know people are going to be tuning in and, and, and probably wanting, you know, the drama. That which is drama in 2024, I find to be oftentimes choreographed, and it bores me. So maybe I'm not cut out for it. If that's the case, then I'll, Doug, I'll doff my cap and I'll say mm-hmm. it's been a nice little run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I got way more time doing it than mm-hmm. I would have anticipated, but it's, uh, it's not for me. I don't really want to do that. I, I want to speak honestly, and to me, this was a private situation that ideally would have remained private, but it didn't. And, um, you know, I'm not Iggy's keeper, and I'm not Lisa Ann's keeper, and however they wanted to handle it, they wanted to handle it. It it did happen to take place on a show where, you know, four other people were at the end of the Davenport witnessing the whole thing. So I I, I just didn't want to get involved in what was, to me, a private situation. Here's what I want. I want it to just dissolve away get back Mm -hmm. from where the listeners are completely bashing Iggy or choosing factions, and we can get back to what we know and love, which is, you know, cuck talk and, Mm -hmm. you know, all these sorts of great things. It is drama, and some people like it. I happen to like both Iggy and Lisa Ann, so it's a tough battle for Mm -hmm. a guy like myself who has felt like a, a nice relationship with Lisa Ann, but also extremely close with Iggy. Not only on a, a, a you know a work level, but a, a personal level. I feel like we've gone through a lot. You've been lovers, um, not quite, but I feel a very strong connection with Iggy. So it's yeah. I don't want to pick sides either. I just want it, you know, the rifting to go away and the people bashing mm-hmm. one party or the other to just you know the quicker that happens, I think mm-hmm. the better it is. While it was going on, while she was giving Iggy his shellacking. I thought it was either a bit or a sketch. I, I don't know the difference between the two. But I kept waiting for the punchline. I kept waiting for the ha-ha, this is kind of funny. And it, I was hoping it was going to come, and it never really did. Well, I knew she was pissed off at him, and I knew he was pissed off at her. But I, but I knew it because of what had taken place, you know, during a commercial break with Iggy and during uh, her texting me coming after me the previous day. So I knew that she was pissed, but I just never thought it was going to be handled on air, you know? And Uh I knew he was pissed, but I didn't think it was going to be handled on air. So then you have two people arguing, and it's between those two people. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I mean, we've had spots here, uh, not often, but where people are irritated with people amongst us on the show, and then you go back and you do the show. And that goes back to the ideally, you keep things in the room. So the reason I'm talking about it now, even though I realize at this point for the audience, it's nine days old, um, for those who are on Facebook anyway, and for the audience who aren't on Facebook, seven days old is because it's my first day back, and it was uh, something that, you know, I'm, I'm 
Jackson's texting me on a Sunday night, and I can tell, God, it was the last thing that Jackson wanted to do. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it's the most apologetic text. I'm like, hey, man, that's totally cool. It's not like I'm, you know, meditating somewhere and darkness retreat. Yeah, I mean, it's totally cool. I'm darkness just at a retreat. Super Bowl party. Yeah. Um, and I wanted to help out as much as I can. But I'm like, hey, most of the people who are going to be tuning in aren't aware of this situation, right. you know? And we talked about the Super Bowl, honestly, for the whole first hour. So, you know, we, we, we stuck to what the true lead was, and then we got to it eventually. But, yeah, that was uh, just one some, well, just a little touch of guidance is all I needed there. Yeah. Mm. Well, and it's, it's extremely awkward and uncomfortable to get into an argument on air with someone that you're friendly with, someone that has been part of the show for a while, that's just kind of not, it's not in my nature. I don't think it's in any of our natures to sit there and really get into it with somebody else who's on the show. I, you just kind of were hoping that she would stop and we could have a laugh about it somehow and move on, but that didn't really happen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, she, she would get fired up about things. And when it happens, you know, I, 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 I say this stuff, and it's certainly not meant as a brag. It's just, it's just sometimes you, if if you have an interaction with somebody who's at a level like that, I don't consider myself some superhero because I do. It's just sometimes I have interactions, and you recognize, holy crap, this person is not in the mood for this right now, and experiencing stuff like one one millionth of what some of these people who occasionally I will text with. I know what it's like sometimes when I'm dealing with crap. If somebody's like, "Hey, did you see the, you know, the, you know, Tiger Woods had to withdraw on Friday," I'm like, "Oh my God, you have no idea." But you don't. I I don't then like lay into them. <laughs> I just go, "Okay, I'm just not at the moment. I'm not going to respond because I'm dealing with something," and that's just how she chose to handle it. And you go, "Okay, whatever. I'm sorry." Because again, over the course of five or six years of interactions, she couldn't have been better. And, and again, that, that goes for Iggy. I mean, if Iggy were some kind of problem, you'd go, okay, he, he wouldn't be. I mean, it's real simple. He wouldn't be here. You couldn't make it any more direct than that. So it isn't a case of, team, I mean, you can do, do the team Iggy, team Lisa, and all, all, I'm not saying you're wrong to do that. I'm just saying that our experiences, um, you know, go well beond the three hours that are, that are public on the show. And if somebody is a problem, they're not here. And so Lisa Ann and Iggy had a dispute, unfortunately, publicly. And, you know, that's, that's how they chose to handle it. I would have handled it that way, but that doesn't mean that I'm right. Because I think more people in 2024 would make it public and, and get all the hashtag content you can out of it. Especially when you got somebody with the audience at Lisa Ann. Holy crap. You know? But I was thinking that on Sunday night before I was going to bed after the Super Bowl. My God. You know, it wasn't scheduled this way. I'm out of the country, for God's sakes. But I'm so glad that I don't have to, like... It's not that I was glad that I didn't have to deal with it, in a way, because I felt badly that, in particular, Jackson, but all you guys, I knew what would be going on the next day. But I just thought to myself, this isn't something that I really want to do, you know? Kind of like feast on a couple of bodies for the sake of content. It's just... Like buzzers on a carcass. Yeah, I just... I don't, I don't know. I mean, again, I don't want to say I'm on a moral high ground. I want to make that clear. It's just it's just not where I am. I don't think any of us wanted to. Yeah. I mean, we'd have... But you also... That. I mean, I, and I know nobody wanted to, I suppose, but, you know, I mean, when Lisa Ann texted me, it was like, okay, that's the end of that. And I... I mean, I for real... I didn't even think about it. I mean, I don't, I don't want to make it like I didn't care. I just kind of figured that was the conclusion. 
and I understood. I didn't think she was wrong. I, I, I totally understood. I got the text at like seven in the morning on a flight on Thursday, I guess two or three days before she posted on the, that fan page. Um, but, you know, but once she, she posted it at that point, then understandably people want to talk about it. So I really don't know if anybody, you know, I, I want to make this clear. I understand the audience being frustrated. I really do. If I'm in the audience, I want to hear as much as I possibly can. But that's a great thing when you're hosting a show that people care. It's a terrible thing if nobody gives a damn. You know what I mean? So you want people, as weird as it is, as counterintuitive as it is, to hate you. It sounds crazy, but you do. And then you also want people to love people on the show. That's the nature of the beast. You don't know that. Nobody teaches you that in journalism school or communications. But that actually, now that I look back on it, it's... But that also comes with being who you are. And, I mean, you can win the highest office in the country and have uh, the majority of the population actually vote against you. Um, so it, it just comes, it comes with the territory. It's an unfortunate cost of doing business. Doug, what did Hyman Roth say? Uh, not, if there's some cake here... No, it's like, a small piece, small oh, piece, but he says that's the piece. business I've... Oh, that's right. Small piece. <laughs> right. I thought it involved cake. Yeah, he did talk about cake. Yeah. So do we have an opening for a, a porn chatterbox? Yeah, who's our uh, who's our uh, new adult star? Uh, Plowsy has thought about going one? to OnlyFans. Jack of Spades. What, what the resume? You're flying yourself in on your mm -hmm. own dime. Yeah. I don't know if we have that job opening available. No, I don't we know. We don't. I still think Gabby Carter would be optimal, but I don't know if she's really she's involved in the industry. Well, I mean, active on Twitter. She has, she has the best golf swing in, in the San Fernando Valley. Well, I, I was thinking Plowsy was considering having an OnlyFans page. Maybe you could fill that role. I don't think I could build up enough porn equity and the amount you of know, time I need to get to a dotum. Yeah, maybe half naked. Maybe Coppage will come up. That's right, Brianna. Yeah, call one of the teachers. They'll be on summer vacation. It would be interesting to get an update to see how they're doing. If the money's still rolling I was about to say, in. yeah, I'm curious. Now that you brought her up, Iggy, I'm curious how things are going. Do you communicate with her? Um, a couple of weeks ago, I texted her just to see how, if she ever hooked up with Caden or how that's going, and she didn't get back to me, so. Mm. You need to get on black. <laughs> no, what is that? Diversify your content. Oh, it's just a, uh, a nice website. A nice website, yeah. <laughs> Just that's all I can get it. <laughs> Erica Swings is still active. She's doing a lot on Twitter too. Doug Erica Swings. No, no, which one uh, was that? Neighbor of Jeremy Rutherford. I just want to reach out to you. Oh, that's right. That's right. With that's right. I was. She reached out to you. Of Doug, all the people you, on the show. She said I was first in line alphabetically on the email list. That's what she said. Doug, you're really. You're kind of. <laughs> but yeah, Darren mm. should be. I mean, alphabetically, right? You would think. That's what she told me. Might be with his plowboy. Okay. Yeah, I'm in the peas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't see friend of the show Caden Cross. I don't think that's her personality mm. um, to come in for it. I don't know. We gotta. We gotta. We gotta see if we can find somebody. You know that Sky Breathe is a lot of podcasts and streaming. You think she would fly into St. Louis? Uh, no, no. Yeah. We could, but maybe, maybe get her on the. We do a round online. two with Ken Bone. Bone. <laughs> 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 Uh, little Tommy Tribbins won Texture of the Year, Milagro Tequila Texture of the Year, is that right? Uh, in 2022, or did yeah. he win Rookie of the Year? Uh, 
Texter of the year 2022. My primary concern is for the fan page Hornies, who <laughs> spent their Fridays during football season achieving climax during Lisa Ann's <laughs> appearances on the show. They're berating Iggy because they won't get to buy her a Michelob Ultra and hit on her at the dotum anymore. Suck it, Sads. There's plenty of other porn stars out there for you to paint your iPad screens to. Oh. Doug, that's little Tommy Trivet. Oh. See, my thing is the fan page has gotten a little vestily lately. <laughs> now, what's vestily mean? Bobby like Vestal? The, you, know, right, you know, you felt the Bobby Vestal fan page right before mm-hmm. it needed to be cleansed, and obviously you couldn't right. acquire it, so you made a new one. God, it, it just, it is very aggressive. And obviously this topic, I agree with the tech, they're that certain percentage that love this sort of thing. That Are you saying the fan page needs it. a colonic? No, I just, it, it, it feels like certain days it reached its end. But then, you know, Kevin Miller comes back with mm-hmm. a, a four-picture post of him eating a hot dog at QT, and it kind of makes oh, it all nice. better. Yeah. That's like a palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Two-time fan page member of the year, <laughs> Kevin Miller. He is. That's what Facebook should be, is just people Exa- eating hot dogs at QT. And that's Here what I'm saying. That, that Hello, gets friends. It back on track. Can we please get Iggy to read the text he sent to Brianna Coppage? We'd like to hear just how creepy it sounds. That's from Mr. Licks. Mm. Nope. Viva la <laughs> No, that was about a 10% crestfall. It's almost beyond crest to where... Mm. Well, I'll read DMs that I don't mention the people's names. Yeah. But this was a text to her privately, so I'm not going to... But you'd still be up for... It was no big deal. It was just, uh, how you been? Haven't talked to you in a while. Kiddo. How was L.A.? Did you ever get to hook up with Caden? Uh, mm-hmm. What's going on with you? And that's it. And I didn't hear back from her, so. You offered a, up your cuckold services as well? <laughs> cuckold services. I don't know. I think that was just Erica Swings. It I... starts with a G and ends with an ale vulva. <laughs> what that voice? <laughs> I feel bad for Tim and Doug. It's like they've been cast as reluctant hosts for an HD2 Jerry Springer show. Get those Hoosiers <laughs> wrangled, boys. Oh. That's from Arbor Day, who won Milagro Tequila. Text to the for 2023, I believe. Mm-hmm. Are me and Jackson just on an island on this? <laughs> We're all a part of it. For the good and the bad, Doug. I think we might be in the Hoosier boy category. Yeah, oh. yeah. well, I'm deaf with that, yeah. Uh, you can text in. It's the uh, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com text inbox. That's Jeff Lotman, Compass Realty. Uh, if you're looking to buy a home, sell a home, that's who you want to work with. He is Jeff Lotman of Compass Realty, and he is the sponsor of our text inbox. The number is 314-881-TMA5. J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. A lot of houses getting listed on the market, and you may be looking to sell your home. Work with Jeff. He has 22 years of experience in the St. Louis area, half a billion dollars worth of sales with Compass Realty. It's about the luxury experience, not the luxury price point. It's JeffLotman.com, Compass Realty, J-E-F-F-L-O-T-T-M-A-N-N.com. Doug, who is the title sponsor of the show? That would be Brown, and that would be Crouppen together. They're Brown and Crouppen. Fabulous local law firm founded here in 1979. Now, a brand new office down there on the hill, and they are there to serve you. If you ever have a potential personal injury case, Brown and Crouppen is the local law firm here waiting to serve you. We've gotten to know Terry Crouppen and Andy Crouppen, Ed Herman, very well. Always look forward to when one of them comes in here on a Tuesday and spreads their wisdom around a little bit. Lord knows we can use it. They've also got a lot of wisdom in the courtroom. They will give you a free evaluation of your case. They work on a contingency basis. No upfront cost to you. If you don't get paid, they don't get paid. That's the way it should be. And they've won more than a billion dollars in compensation 
for their clients. These are the guys there to help you if you need them. If you think you may need Brown and Crouppen services, I'll give the phone number now. Here it, it is. Yeah. 314-222-2222. I deliver that in a rat-a-tat-tat style. 314-222-2222. Or you go to brownandcrouppen.com. Make sure to let them know you heard about it here on TMA. You'll be happy that you did. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely on advertising. Past results are no guarantee of future results, and every case is different and must be judged on its own accord. Munganass St. Louis Hacker, Munganass Burkhardt Alton Toyota, sponsor the 7 o'clock hour and the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown, and the place we advise you to go if you are looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle. Online at stlouishacker.com and altontoyota.com. Work with Jamie Burkhardt, Clayton Patterson, Peter Munganast. Ryan Seiberg in the service department, even if you didn't get your car from Munganast, get your car serviced at Munganast. Plus, there's a secret number, 314-252-0029. You go right to the people in charge, including Jamie Burkhardt, whose name's on the dealership in Alton Toyota, Munganast Burkhardt, Alton Toyota, and MunganastStLouisAcura.com, StLouisAcura.com, AltonToyota.com. It's Munganast, sponsor of the 7 o'clock hour and the Daily Fantasy Sports Showdown. And, Doug, and now it's on to Riviera. Oh, on what was the What were the records going into this week? I didn't uh, know who won. What was the tournament last? I don't oh, know it was, was about four to Iggy's two. Iggy's won the last two. Oh, is that right? Iggy won the waste management. Waste uh, management, that's what it was. Yeah, and so he's got now a 4-2 lead on Doug. This is going in. This is not including him. He won the waste management because one of my guys didn't make his tee time. <laughs> yeah. Who was that? Got disqualified. Uh, that was Lucas Glover. And he would have won. Yeah. Oh, that's I right. won otherwise. Player, yeah. Oh, it was I well, Doug, Yeah, Doug only lost. It was one of the closest battles we had last week. Doug only lost by five points. He came in last between the three of them, but he only lost by five points. So if Lucas Glover literally would have played one round, he would have. Mm-hmm. But he would have obviously played two at least. Um, last week, though. Yeah, that uh, was terrible. Now we're off to Riviera. Uh, someone had Decky, though, didn't they? Somebody had a Decky Maitsuyama? I don't know. Let me see. I, I did in the lineup. I, thought... I uh, in the lineup. I didn't give you. Sure, you did. <laughs> sure, you, of course you did. All right, getting the lineups up now. It's tough with three people because I don't remember who has who. But um, Iggy, your lineup featured someone. That, yeah, someone had Decky. You, did you not have Decky? Uh, Iggy? Do you have a problem with Decky instead yeah, of Decky? Yeah, you got time. Unless I gave you this, I had two lineups on my DraftKings. And I had to decide which one to give to you. You had the bastard, did you not? You had the bastard. Yeah, the lineup I didn't give you was Cantlay, Aberg, All the Burns, top Day, Matsuyama, yeah. and sure. Connors. Right, uh-huh. right, right. Yeah, yeah, sure. Five hundred forty-seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A whopping. Uh, yeah. like there it is. Five dollars. I won. Well, the lineup you uh, yeah. used I didn't was give you that lineup. Though I gave you the other one. Yeah, the lineup you used was Morikawa. Uh, Adam Scott and Harris English all made the cut, but then the bastard Seb Straka, Jordan Spieth, and Justin Thomas all missed the cut. Jordan Spieth, mm-hmm. of course, DQ'd uh, for signing the wrong card. So Iggy comes in last yeah, at the Genesis. Guy. And you got to research it. I did on the other one, and I made five bucks. Well, you got to research this one, too. We uh, don't know about the other one. We just know about this one. What are we going to tell the kids? Yeah, the ki- oh, maybe you cashed. How oh, are you going to look it. at the kids in the eye? KG had Morikawa... Thomas and Adam Scott, Sam Burns. He had the Deki Matsuyama, the winner, and Bo Hostler. He comes in second place, but in first place, the one, the only, the man you love, the khaki'd smoke show himself, Douglas. Oh, 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 with a resounding the win. 464 and cashing $8 All for right, the kids. Profit season. Oh, Adam Hadwin, what do you say with your little 65 on Sunday? 
There you go, children. This one's for the children. You can blindly pick these just as well. I'm going to decide who to play next week because three weeks ago I had Nick Taylor. Can't you let me enjoy my victory for just a few seconds? Did you bring my M&M's? Three weeks ago I had Nick Taylor. He missed the cut. The following week he wins. Last week I had Adam Hadwin. Missed the cut this week second. Third. So I'm going to decide who missed the cut this week, who I play. Maybe... It's not going to be a great field there in Mexico, so... Well, when we were off the air, I picked again out of the box, and I picked all the, the top five finishers. I'm just saying, I, I picked I two lineups Tuesday night, and when we went to it, I had two lineups up. I decided which one to play in here, and I picked the wrong lineup. I should have mm-hmm. picked the other one, and yeah. I had to beat you, because I had 545 luck, points. That's poor research. And we'd have both <laughs> would have cashed for the kids. For the kids. <laughs> well, I feel good for the children of our community. Yeah. I'm surprised their neighborhoods. I'm surprised KG didn't. Family. Cash. He did not. Uh, he had the miscut. No, he had two because. Oh, yeah. did he? Well, definitely had JT. Yeah, JT missed the cut. So. He didn't quite have the chops. Yeah, Doug had three guys in the top ten. Mm-hmm. At one point yesterday on my other team, I had three guys tied for a lead. I had Cantley, Matsuyama, and. Uh, was else there was like six guys tied for the lead at one time. Well, you should have played that one. No, I should have. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder if you could have bet Decky right at the start on Sunday and how much you would have got paid on yeah, him. He ripped it. You know, he would have had to be plus 2,000 probably. Yeah, something crazy. Because like Zalatoris was like plus 750 halfway through the tournament on Sunday. And he was right there. Really well, thank you, Jamie Burkhardt, for sponsoring this wonderful yeah, segment and allowing me right. to give something back to the children. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, Doug Cardinal spring training is underway. A lot of activity on Twitter about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, here right. is what Nolan Arenado had to say about having guys like Matt Carpenter and other veterans in the locker room this upcoming campaign. This is courtesy of Tamar Sher. Is that how you pronounce her name? Uh-huh. She's at KMOV now? Yeah. Okay. I think it's going to lift weight off a lot of people's shoulders, and uh, not just me, but, you know, I'm very f- thankful to have him back. I love Carp. He's a great teammate. He's a great person, so, and he's a, good, he's a great player. So, uh, no, I'm happy to have him back, and uh, I think it's going to, you know, us as a group is going to make us all better. After the way last year ended, I wanted to get here early. I wanted to show my face around here early, and uh, I just wanted to get to work. I really do. I really feel like there's a lot of work to get that needs to be done, and uh, I feel like I need to be a part of it, and I need to be someone that's uh, 100% in, ready to go right away. 
Like, there it is. Okay. Going Arenado. Says he has something to prove this year. Feels like his early seasons in Colorado after last year's disappointing mm. campaign. I, I, don't th- I don't think he's got anything to prove. He's, he's one of the more unique talents in the history of the game. He's, he's unlike any third baseman that has played over the last decade or so. In terms of defense compared to offense, offense. he might yeah. be one of the best. Uh-huh. He's the least of the Cardinal issues. Yeah, and you don't need to be a leader because you have Carpenter. Well, how many? Uh, we've seen like Cardinal fantasy camps with younger rosters than this, right? Like, I mean, <laughs> oh, God. That was more? a hot take. Where are the EDM hot take is. EDF, sponsor of Doug's okay. hot take mitt. Oh. Yeah, get them on. But how many more veteran leaders do you need? And how, how what did that say to your manager that you, you need another two or three veterans on the team because he can't lead? A, yeah. I, I don't get it. It's well, a shot at somebody. I can't figure out who's the shot at yet, but like... I think Carpenter's just a, he's the 25th player on the roster who can play positions all over the field and might be able to pinch hit and hit you a home run to win a game You think that point. dude can play third? He did through much of his career. Oh, God. If he played third in any... Have scenario. you ever seen that arm? Strong. Oh, God. <laughs> he played <laughs> a lot of third hanging. base, though. Yeah, in a pinch, he can play... Everywhere but short. I get I where suppose. you're talking. I get where you're talking about. He's not going to be your everyday guy in any no, position at no, any point. No, I get it. And as far as Arenado's leadership, I think he leads just by showing how he plays. I don't think he needs to be the rah rah guy. He shows. He leads by the work that he does, the way that he approaches the game, the the no nonsense style. Let somebody else. If it's not in his personality, let somebody else be the the rah rah guy. He's a leader enough just by who he is and what he's done. Yeah, just focus on, like, you know, going three for four every night, saving a couple runs on defense. Mm-hmm. Let somebody else in the dugout go, all right, guys, right. here's what we need. Here's the shit. That's pretty good leadership <laughs> when you play the way that he plays. Have you ever, though, and I, I agree with you that he's going to be the 25th man, and, he, you know, if he gets an A, a B, you know, every second, third game, fine. That's what a 25th guy would do. Um, and if it was somebody else, a minor leaguer, who they don't care if he gets any at-bats, that means he sucks anyway. But have you ever, you ever had somebody signed and then the quote was, it's not fair to have Goldie being the leader, so we needed a leader in the clubhouse? You basically signed him to be a leader in the clubhouse? That's what I'm saying. Why did they sign him to, like, a coaching? I just thought the roster spot was weird, but I guess he still wants to play. I, I think he's he's got what, what Taylor Motter was the last year or two. He'll be that I hope guy. not. Why? <laughs> I mean, you got you, you got to play. Right? You got to have a, a utility guy who's just yeah. there to fill in from time to time. And if you got one that everybody likes and maybe can impart some wisdom on the younger guys, I, I could see why they would think that's valuable. I don't, I don't think anybody's saying, "My God, they just got they just got Mike Trout on the roster." Well, no, but they. I mean, they literally had a press release and a press conference about it. So, I mean, I'm not saying it was a Mike Trout style signing, yeah. but like. They actually went out of their way to like announce it spe- specifically mm-hmm. th- for the fans. It was weird for a guy who is quote unquote not going to be playing yeah. a whole heck of a lot. But I thought it was a weird cost media. Got the league minimum, so he was a three-time All-Star with the team. He played here a long time. He was well liked. The situation with him is a little different than if you just got some other utility guy off the scrap heap. And he has his own salsa brand. So he's it like does have the salsa as well. He was a good cardinal for a long time. <laughs> we it, we should cut was. him a little bit of slack. I, I, yeah, he was. That three month run, he was special as hell. If he hadn't had three horrendous years while while making eighteen million dollars a year, you would think different. <laughs> That's like Frank Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> what oh. what you really hate is the wasted money. You don't hate him. 
I don't think the money. I th- I just think they're wasted roster spot. The money, nothing. Seven hundred fifty thousand is absolutely nothing. No, but the money that they paid when he produced nothing. Yeah, the eighteen right. the million. Extension, the unnecessary extension mm-hmm. is what alienated people. Yeah. Uh, Modder was the twenty fifth guy and played two hundred twenty five games last year. Doug, how about that? That's from the Desoto. Two hundred and twenty five games. Even possible. He played on two different teams. <laughs> All time. He was everywhere. Guys, it's all about the bobbleheads and the standing ovations. That's from Waffle Fries. Mm. Your thoughts are welcome. 314-881-TMA5. That's the JeffLotman.com text inbox. You also can call in 636-9004-TMA and email in for our design, air, heating, and cooling email of the day. How are the standings? I uh, haven't done a program in, Doug, is it 11 days? 11 days, 12 days? I don't know the days, Tim. Some heavy hitters up there. Uh, Kevin Miller is the leader. Blueberry Pop Pop, Flocky the Smurf. Wow. Mm. Buck Swope, Holden Groins, Tilly and Gus Grundlehort, JV Golf Coach, and Brian Henschen, all with wins so far in the month of February. Uh, you can email in for the design, air, heating, and cooling email today, the morning after at InsideSTL.com. Iggy, I have no idea what you're seeing. But I look at this forecast, Doug, and I think, sundress season? Mm. Is it upon us? I mean, this is... Wednesday is supposed to be mid-60s. Uh, I'll, I mean, I'll be I'm wearing a cute top. It may, yeah, have, it may hit cool. 70 later in the week. Mm. Uh, 67 is in... I mean, today is 54. Not bad, especially since it started in the 20s. Tomorrow, high of 60. Wednesday, 65. Thursday, 60. Friday, 56. Saturday, 62. Mm. Sunday, 67. Mm. Monday, 66. Tuesday, 68. It's May already. I mean, this May. is the greatest. Yeah. I said last week, I... You I said know. no snow... No, I think... Yes, I was, you did. You said no it's not walking around snow. That. There was five in the inches out there. All right, I was wrong on that. But I was right when you said, oh, they're calling for one to two inches. I said, that's wrong. And I was wrong. It was like three or three to five or four to six inches. So you I, said I, it wasn't going to snow. Well, I said, you know, don't send the kids to school and go to work. It's not that bad. Well, if it's got to snow, that's the kind of snow you like where it was... Fluffy and it didn't tie up. Good we powder? Had, do you say good powder? Good powder. We had a couple of hours where the roads were nasty, but other than that, it it got off the roads pretty quick. Yeah, you could have. It was kind of a the, pretty snow. You could have sent right. the kids to school. It would have been fine. By the time they got out of school, it was pretty much cleared. Yeah. Well, Design Air uh, is the place you go to. If you run into any HVAC issues, Doug's a client, Aggie's a client, I'm a client, say, so why don't you become a client as well and work with Seth Goldcamp? Designairservice.com. Oh, my voice cracked. You hear mm, that? No, you bet it was dramatic. Designairservice. Dot com. Seth Goldcamp, fourth generation at Design Air Heating and Cooling. He is a wonderful gentleman with a hell of a staff as well. It's Design Air Heating and Cooling online at designairservice.com. Design Air Heating and Cooling, official HVAC provider of TMA and the Tim McKernan Show podcast. Uh, QFTA, Doug, we haven't done it in, would you say it was 11 days? 12? I don't know the days, Tim. Uh, but uh, Jackson and I did it every day in the month of January, and we experienced a Sunday charge in listenership by doing that. Jackson, how proud are you of it? Was it worth it to you, or are you kind of internally going, God bless America, I was hoping it wouldn't track? Worth every damn second. Mm. That was so over the top. Really was. I know. It makes me wonder if it was a bluff because it was so aggressive. Yeah. So you're trying to get me to lay it down. Um, I would I would make a glorious return to QFTA today, but I didn't realize the Blues play at noon today. Do you know that? Yeah, they do. This is a holiday, Tim. President's Day. Mm-hmm. And so I'm trying to take my two-year-old and my six-year-old, along with my wife, 
to my two-year-old's first Blues game. But I can't, they don't have any tickets available here. Usually, it, I, I would like a Monday noon game. I would think yeah. it would be like the four of us in the building watching the Blues and Leafs. <laughs> but I guess since kids are off, maybe there'll be a bunch of kids there today. I, I went know. Saturday. It was packed. Pony. Complete sellout. Absolute complete sellout. But well, I, mean, I guess these day games if for kids, did you notice a higher percentage of young tykes? Uh, not, not necessarily. My friend Bobby Magic said he saw you at the game. Oh, didn't he? Yeah, I said, yeah. We had a party for Anna Marie on Saturday night. Uh, it was her birthday. That's why we went on the trip and then came back. And for the people who couldn't go on the trip, had a had an event. And uh, and Bobby Magic was there. And he said, I saw Doug. I think he recognized me. Oh, I recognized yeah, him. yeah, he did. But I, it, was, I it, was a knowing, it was a knowing nod. And then it made uh, me wonder how deep your relationship is. Well, it's not a deep relationship. Okay. I hadn't seen him in probably six or seven years. Well, so it's Bobby Magic. I, I know. I looked at him and said, wait, I know that guy. And, and then by that time, I had walked past him, but I did say hi. But you're like, I'm on local television. I'm not yeah. going to talk to the commoners. Kind of, yeah. I was afraid he might want me to sign. Is that the human ashtray? No, different guy. No. <laughs> I don't think Bobby Magic Yeah, that, that's who it was. Okay, because it puzzled me. I said, I know I've met that guy. Who that? What's his name? What's his name? Bobby Magic. Yeah. So I, I, had we not had the event on Saturday, I would have taken my son to his first game uh, on Saturday. And then I'm like, God, that sucks. And then yesterday, my wife's like, you know, they play at noon tomorrow. Do you have anything going on after the shows? And I go, well, QFTA, it hasn't been on. And mm-hmm. Doug was telling me 11 or 12 days. I don't know the days. Are you jonesing? And I kind of want to do a QFTA, actually. Well, we, the number, we increased the listenership 50%. Third most listened to podcast now in the building. Really? It's, it's the Ray Show, TMA, and... And uh, Tim McKernan's show for the month of January. So I'm like, oh, I guess we got to carry on the momentum. So let's go. Let's go. But if I can take my son uh, to his first Blues game for a noon start, let him see the Leafs, too, even though I know he'll have no idea what the hell it is. No. I kind of want to be able to do that because my older son's off. So then I emailed uh, one of the people here at Hubbard yesterday. I'm like, hey, I would imagine. Are there any tickets? She goes, no, all gone. I go, God, who in the hell's going to? Them? But they, I guess other, other people with kids yeah, they they go are going, taking them off. So mm-hmm. anyway, so if I don't go to the Blues game, Jackson, QFTA makes its glorious return. I'll be standing by and yeah. ready. But if not, we'll make our glorious return. Uh, What's tomorrow. the Blues ticket on the secondary market cost? This uh, a few hours before. It, uh, it's relatively expensive. Yeah. You know, so I can't. Uh, yeah, power to them. They continue to draw. Yeah. Oh yeah. In a big way. Oh, they're currently a playoff team. Yeah. That was pretty. I'm not going to get into Blues because I guess people don't like it apparently. But uh, that was pretty crappy on Saturday. That was a big game. Yeah. You know? So you were there. So you saw it. I mean, that was. Mm-hmm. Bennington got uh, fined five thousand dollars for. Yeah, that's brand. Well, you got it coming when you do things like that. Yeah. You just yeah. can't do that. You can't put your stick in someone's face. Yeah. Seriously, you think you're going to get away with it? <laughs> He goes bat crap. Out Four there. officials on the ice and cameras everywhere. You think you're going to get away with yeah. anything? And Blues fan defending him. He's a baby. He has like a baby. He's a great golden. I think one of the reasons him. why he's so great is also one of the reasons why he's crazy. Or I guess one of the reasons why he's great is because he's crazy. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, goalies uh, oftentimes are kind of in their own little world. And I think he might be in his own little world, but it works, you know. I mean, he is he, interesting. Yeah, he is, and interesting. he can excel under mm-hmm. pressure. He literally nearly won them a series if Nazem Kadri doesn't run him a couple of years ago against a team that was otherworldly in that Colorado Avalanche team. And this was one of the first games in a while where the Blues goaltending was probably on the uh, short side of the, the goaltending matchup. 
but that just sucks. That was a big game. And coming yeah. off a great win on Thursday against Hell, the Hell, that's on scholarship, too. Yeah, well, the Predators are lurking. So uh, the Kings won yesterday. Blues now four points back of the Kings. Still have the eighth spot in the Western Conference. Uh, I put it out there, and I said it on 101 ESPN. Uh, not a popular take, I'm sure, but if I had to bet, I would say they don't get into the playoffs. In reading what Doug Armstrong had to say, I don't think he really cares if they do. I mean, oh. I think he would like it, but he's not going to sacrifice mm-hmm. commodities to get him into the playoffs. That is how I would define it. Jeremy Rutherford with us at 1045, I assume, Jackson, on Balloon Party? Yeah. Okay. That was an odd pitch. It Did you catch strange. that pitch? Like, of course he is. Haven't talked to JR in a week that, and a half. That, guessing. That's, that, that, that was the read. You just called out the hand plow, Hawk. Queen Jack of Spades is what Jackson's holding back there. Yep, yep, yep. And I'm going to lay it down. But uh, Oh, but JR will definitely help. That's the plan. I think they'll get in. I think as well as they played over the last two weeks, and as well as they play against the top teams in the league, I think they're going to get in. I they, hope you're right. They're definitely trending I want, I want a. I want a sweat. They have some tough opponents coming up. They kind of had a nice little stretch there. They didn't capitalize on Columbus before the All-Star break. Um, and now it's it's going to get tough again. Toronto, obviously, a good team. be nice to get that one. be great. I mean, God, you'd beat Toronto and Edmonton two out of three games yeah. in those games and a Nashville team that could be in the playoffs themselves. But It almost seems like... It was, it was such a bad spot. Nashville got their asses handed to them the previous game, 9-2. to two. It was a perfect spot to bet Nashville. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it, but I I was concerned about that. Just like the Columbus game, it's like God, they should win this, carry the momentum into the break, and then of course they just have a dreadful game. With the Blues, it seems like when they're going to lose, they win. When you think they're going to win, right. they lose. Yeah, it is odd, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. That's why I don't trust them to make the playoffs. Now, I think they'll be competitive throughout the entire rest of the season. But they're kind of right about where Doug Armstrong. Predicted they might be this what time is of the top year. Top three in the yeah in the in their division central or whatever. Yeah, it is. yeah, kind of right there on the cusp. Uh, Tim, weekday Blues games sell out because of all the jobless Hoosiers who want to get some day drinking in with their government cheese. That's from the six three six. Is that the reason why they s- they do hand out a lot of government cheese on the streets? I didn't know that that was going on. But it's a, it's an expensive day out oh, if yeah, you're jobless. The stadium they do. Yeah, the little kiosk kidding. there with pretzels, popcorn, yeah. and then and government, government cheese government over here. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Tack. Tim, could you do an evening QFTA? That would be hot. That's from Brian Henschen, Doug, and he's monitoring the Colts offseason and what they're going to do with that draft pick. Like QFTA after dark? Where it you talk be, about yeah, we just uh, reveal our nipples. Oh. I, in, in, a, in the moment right now, I go, yeah, we could do that, but then I'd get home with, uh, with my family and I'd be like, God, I don't want to do that. And then plus... The boys would come running downstairs and you know, see you revealing your nipple. They hear and me questions. and Jackson talking group sex stories. And oh, I think the older one's ready for that, but I don't think the two-year-old is. Yeah, six, six is rather six is plenty old, but two maybe give him another six months. I'm gonna do it one night, just uh, stage it, have like five or six people sitting in your downstairs in your basement <laughs> on chairs, and you walk in with like a smoking jacket on, and <laughs> hey, friends, Pipe. just gonna talk a little, whatever you want to talk about. Just with friends, and you got a couple of girls in the background pouring drinks, just like Hefner did with After Dark. Mm-hmm. 
Remember when that was a big risque show? Where, where did that air? Did that Playboy air on network after television? Dark. Yes. Did it really? Uh, That's stunning to me that that was on network television. It was like 10.30 or 11 o'clock at night on a Saturday night. And it was basically just a cocktail party is all it was. There's a bio there wow. on his life and they show actual yeah. clips of that show. But there were beautiful girls sitting around and he would talk to a couple of people. And we thought, oh my God, I can't believe this is on television. That's all it was. Wasn't he like a smoker's jacket? Yeah. Kind of just walking yeah. with a martini. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy Khan. Living, yeah. Welcome to After Dark. Today it would be rated G. Got Back the sunken then, in really, living room. Mm-hmm. It's really pushing the limits. Yeah, that'd be on like public access. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It'd be too tame. Jimmy After Dark. Oh, that'd wow. be hot. Seven thirty is already ready for bed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, let's see what we got. It's the holidays and it's the Leafs. I'd be shocked if it's not sold out. That's from the three one four. Yeah, well, uh, the three one four. You are. I don't know if it's sold out, but it's. You know. They sell out most of them. Most games get sold out. God bless. Good yeah, for them. Yeah, they're doing great, doing something right. Some of it gets back to what else is there going on in St. Louis? There's nothing else you going go on. Back to that. that's, that's what it is. Yeah, it's like how many times can I hit the Science Center this week? Yeah. You know, like I might as well go to the Blues game. Yeah, the Cardinals are one of the best drawing teams in baseball. The Battle Hawks are the best team in the XFL. City didn't, I don't think they had a seat go unsold all year long. Yeah. That's what we have. Welcome back, Tim. I hope you had all the sex. Quick cue. Maybe a QFTA about wives. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. Mmm. That's mm. from Shrimply Pibbles, Doug. Yeah. yeah, that'd go over well. What would the, like, what would the question be? Talk he about was just your wife. spitballing. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was getting yesterday, uh, I got an email, and then I got a few DMs. Even though my Instagram, I think, is dormant, minus Jackson's, when he posts TMASTL things, I think. I think that's the only time my Instagram's active. I could be off the mark on that. Well, Doug, when's, Doug what's the last Instagram post I had? I don't know. I don't keep track of that. <laughs> I really think it's been more than a year. But I was on an Instagram models feed. Oh, you're a model now? <laughs> It is time, isn't it? I would say so. On Saturday night, but she was at the she was at the event we were having. That's that's why that's why it was. And she's not. I don't think she's a model, even though she's quite lovely. I don't think she's a model. She's a. Uh, I don't know what the right word for it would be. I don't use the term influencer. I can't use the term influencer, mm. even though maybe that's the right right term. Regular poster. I don't know, has like 50,000 followers. We were talking oh. about it a, a few weeks ago, is there anybody in St. Louis who's like, who has, like as an individual, who's not like Nelly or John Hamm, although I'd be shocked if John Hamm's on Instagram, uh, 50,000 followers, and I guess there is somebody. Oh, I'm sure there's some girl doing modeling work. No. Yeah. yeah. My son Greg had a girlfriend who... Became an Instagram model. Is oh, that right? She had over 100,000 there for a while. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. What about that girl you interviewed for that uh, segment you used to do, Most Beautiful People? Yeah, she had... STL. Is that right? 900,000 or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there are people out there. She had 900,000, what you said? Yeah. She was a, a wrestler for one of the groups. No, she was... Is that right? She's yeah, a, yeah. She's a body or fitness No, one model. of them was a wrestler. I'm talking about STL shell mom or whatever. STL Shell Mom. The one that was... There in, was a couple of them. The that had hundreds of thousands of Instagram followers. She following. was in fitness contests. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's got quite a few, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, February 1, 2023 was my last picture posted. <laughs> You're active. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you post something on Facebook, it goes to Instagram, too. I see that a lot. I, I think it's Madison the opposite. has that linked up, too. I don't know how to do it. I think if you if you put it in your story, it goes to Facebook on Instagram. If you just put it on a reel, it doesn't go to Facebook, I think. I don't know. Uh, well, just when I think Tim can't get any cooler, I hear he hangs out with Instagram models. That's mm, from the Flat Avenue boy. Yeah. No, she's a mom at my my son's school. <laughs> that's 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 where my social life. And she's super cool. I mean, it, it, we got a good group of friends. Uh, these were you know it was a fun night on Saturday night. But no, it's you know, my my days of you know that are well in the past. Doug. No, you I'm get, living vicariously through Jackson. You get yourself in shape, and you can do some modeling. <laughs> I guess you hit the gym. Uh, you shave. <laughs> I did not. Looks like you shaved. Yeah, I did. Anna Marie hated my beard. Really? And I go, okay, for your birthday, I'll shave the thing then. Yeah. So I shaved it. I don't know. I've had it ever since uh, my second son was born. So that was. Uh, so that means the entire time we've been at Hubbard. Yeah, I wasn't sure if you shaved it before you left. I just didn't notice. But um, I am. I, I didn't realize hey, you up. hated it that much. I mean, FFS, Doug. Can I say FFS? No. Is that an FCC violation? Yeah. If you don't like, I mean, like I said to her, I said, like, so if you like grew out your bush, ah! I'd be like, what are we doing here? Let's, you know, let's get that rectified. No. Oh. So why didn't you say, why weren't you a little more, uh, wrecked him, damn near killed him, vocal about, uh, the hatred for the beard? Mm. I'm like, well, then I'll shave it. I'll knock this out. We were walking back up to our room and I go, I can knock this out right now, sister. You know, it takes, boy, but there were a lot of, there were a lot of there were there were mounds of tufts oh. in that sink. Do you do it with scissors first? No, it's it's real same thing I use to shave my uh, head. Really? Wall peanut? Wall peanut? Oh, I don't like the name. That's what it's called. Larry Walker used it. Well, why would it be called a wall peanut? The brand is Wall. The peanut I don't have an explanation for. I just know that's what it is. So usually I would put guards on it to trim my beard. And in this case, I'm just like, all right, let me knock it out. Okay. There it is. So I don't know. Well, I don't have that issue. I couldn't grow a beard if I had help. Plow, could you? Uh, you got the mustache. Oh, yeah, I can grow a beard. I just It's itchy on the neck. Yeah. I hate uh-huh. that feeling, man. Mm-hmm. I can find right here on the cheeks, but the neck will kill me. You got beards in other places, though, haven't you, guy? Yeah, I got tufts. Uh, Madison pulled out a nose hair yesterday of mine that literally was just insane. <laughs> How getting, long was it? It was long enough. I, I don't think it was, like, in, like, record, but it was... An inch? She, Two and she a half put her inch. fingers in your nostril and yanked it out? Nope. Did you get that FU procedure on your face? Oh, Bill. Oh. FUE? I suppose you could. So if I wanted to grow like a nice little soul patch, yeah. I could just get an FUE procedure just I would right think here. so, yeah. I would think you could. Can you imagine just getting like a bunch of thick tufts just on a <laughs> strip mm. of. Man, that'd be cool. <laughs> Friend of the Pibbles family went on an Instagram influencer weekend in Southern Illinois this past weekend. Bunch of wannabe influencers in Southern Illinois. It's a bit sad. They think they're in Los Angeles, but instead, they're at a Salukis game. That's from Shrimply Pibbles. Can you blame anybody if you you get hot on Instagram or something and all of a sudden your picture makes its way around the world and you've got... Hundreds of thousands of followers, and now you're making money. Can you blame anyone for so trying to do that? So I saw something. I don't know if this was in my uh, TikTok feed. Jackson, I don't know if you happen to see it. I feel like you'd be the only person on the dais who may have seen it. Um, the number of people who... So I guess 57% of Gen Zers want to be influencers. 
Yeah, yeah, you know what scary. I say? Shoot for the stars. <laughs> yep. God, that's scary. It's a look at me generation. Uh, oh! Mm-hmm. Uh, and 4% of influencers are making $100,000 or more from their hashtag content well, yeah, creation. That's what keeps them going. That's so, why. I mean, that's one out of 25, if my math is correct. That's why every little boy playing Little League Baseball wants to be on the Cardinals. Not 4% don't make that. I just don't, still what what the, the hell would dream. I post? Like, here's my son hitting a ball. Here's my son skating. I just don't. That's that's, that's what I got. Scanning clad pictures but, of yourself. But now I see I see Bill Simmons doing this this thing, this walk and talk thing. Which yeah. is, are you aware of the walk and talk? No, I'm very aware. So what's the deal with the walk and talk, Jackson? I think it's probably from. Colin Cowherd does them as well. That's Doug, we got to start walking and talking and giving. Talking takes. to who? Yeah. Engagement farm. I just can't. Like, like I follow the Cardinal, but I can't. Like, if we were doing a show. On the Cardinals, I could do it, but mm-hmm. I couldn't sit here and like, like have passionate takes on you know how Sonny Gray's bullpen session went and the fact that he used the F word and and get all like I just it's like bah, you know <laughs> that's what becomes the a cow- story. Cow- yeah. Cowherds or the Simmons can like take a poop and like record it and then get like a hundred. Well, to I mean, me, they, they, can, any, do they it. can do I just find anything. it to be. So what? So what's the deal with the walk and talk, Jackson? Uh, it's kind of, I guess, Bill on his walks. No, but other people are like Coward does it too. Yeah, I mean, I guess so it's just is... like taking what they do and turning it into a much more digestible sixty-second clip, as opposed to wanting people to watch or listen to their one and a half hour plus podcast and getting little thoughts off that way, as opposed to doing it all. Like he's probably saying the same thing he's saying on his podcast. He's just doing it in a much quicker vertical video style of doing it. So something like that is a little less invasive than, like, you know, watch me dance to this little Dirk song. Deep intellectual things are just my jam. Yeah. So that or sounds like, like a pretty good idea. Like you just talk for a minute, and then you've, you get thousands of Well, followers. these people have massive fan bases already. Right. You know? so that's kind of the idea. So it's kind of, and then like if you like it, I guess the thought process is, oh, I liked that thought. Let me go listen to their podcast because I'll always tag that in their little walk and talks. Why don't we get ourselves a massive fan base then? See, the only (laughs) people, I would would love to see the percentage of that 4% be only fans or. Do you think there's a tie-in? Well, I think that and video games are like how people make their like streamers that stream video game content and the people that do only fans are the ones that have. Outside of that, I'm not sure. It had to be less than one percent of influence influencers not doing that. And it, I mean, that's the issue. Impossible. Occasionally, I don't know how often. There's not necessarily a schedule. I do feel strongly about something, but if you're just walking and talking to give takes, then to me, I just can't imagine. Especially at, at, at Bill Simmons' age and, and Colin Coward's age, it's more like sketchy and bitty. You know what I mean? Like, they can't really feel that strongly. No, but if it's easy money, it's probably why they're doing it. I get it. No, I I, I get it. Are you actually walking? Yeah. Bill Simmons is, like, walking around L.A. with his phone up. Carries his own camera. So they're kind of like, every once in a while you see a 60-minute piece, they're walking on the sidewalk and talking, and they're not just sitting in a studio. They'll go out and take a walk amongst the trees and... So when you did that movie, oh yeah, well that's 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 that different. That, I, I know I know exactly what you're talking about. I was I watched. Oh, your boy Killian Murphy was on 60 Minutes last night, Jackson. Yep. yep. 
So uh, we actually watched that, and they had, and then they also had an elector on there, and there was there was the walk and talk. But the walk and talk there is used for Doug, as you call it, B roll. Mm-hmm. B roll. I so used they're to. Ta- in the they're 70s. introducing <laughs> when they're introducing the subject of the story. They show Scott Pelly walking with. Yeah. It also is a way to show that look, the reporter was actually there doing it. That's exactly right. He's involved in the story. But there's just uh, behind an anchor desk. A uh, friend of the show, Kevin Nealon, has a whole show on. The, That's right. The nature walks and talking. That's with a people. great podcast. Yeah. So there is. And when he was in here, I knew nothing about it and made yeah. an ass of myself. It was great. I'm really proud of myself. And then Thank Jay you. Billis has always done 94 feet during basketball games where he takes a player and walks and has a little conversation. Like, I could do it with QFTA, but I couldn't just be like, I'll tell you something about Sonny Gray's bullpen session. <laughs> you know, I just can't, no. I can't do it. So should we and do I'm not QFTA? saying it's wrong if you are passionate about Sonny Gray's bullpen session and the fact that he used the F word. And he was throwing strikes. And he was throwing free and easy and possibly the best <laughs> shape of his life. Just like, I can't do it. Doug can. Doug absolutely can. Doug seems like he's ready to go. <laughs> Get the camera on your right now. I'm doing it now. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Those mitts are sponsored by EDF. Look at them. Oh, I like that little dance you're Mm -hmm. doing. Dance, boy, dance is what I say. EDF sponsor of Doug's Hot Take Mitts. Uh, did you have to bring them out a lot while I was in the Hamptons? Or they not almost a lot of every day oh, they came out. Right? Yeah, almost every day they came out. Do you want to support the EDF group as a sponsor of TMA? It's real simple. Do you have a fire extinguisher where you work? The answer is yes, you certainly do. So please email the EDF group at fire at the EDF group.com so a technician can come out and explain to your team how the EDF group can save your company money. Again, that email address is fire at the EDF group.com. The EDF group is hot and will prevent your facility from having hot fires. Experience the EDF group difference. Learn more at the edfgroup.com. Send your emails in, design air, heating, and cooling. Email the day, the morning after, at insidestl.com. Uh, then Jackson and I, right after we do that design air, heating, and cooling email the day for the first time in 11, 12 days, we'll deal with it. Uh, we, we, we will. Yeah, you'll have to. And I don't know if they're going to be happy. I wouldn't uh, think they would be. Uh, because the Blues lost, and Sonny Gray did use the F word. During his bullpen mm-hmm. session, uh, but uh, but I'm anxious to see what you have. You're going to earn your keep this week, brother. That's right. On Back the little piddles, <laughs> half and halves, and whatever they are, wide berth Wednesdays. That's today's a weekend. Reach today out. you can talk about the NBA All Star Game. Two hundred something points. Two hundred eleven points. <laughs> Why do they? Even That's coming it? up in the Sports Center update, and all hell will break loose oh, in that text inbox when he does. Yeah, it's going to make room, baby. I'm about to. Uh, you want to talk about one team at had two hundred eleven? Yes, that's right. The score was 211 to like 186 or something. Right. Jesus. It just furthers the image that the NBA is just a, it's just a show. Carl Anthony Town dropped 50? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, when, you, when no one's guarding the basket, yeah, they can score. They could have scored 300. I'm not the one who has to bang you, Tim, but I like the beard. That's from Don mm. Peepee. And didn't he win Milagro Tequila Listener of the Month? Yeah, he did. he did. Yeah, First one in 2025. Now, I understand. i got to be honest with you. I kind of like the beard as well. But uh, if, if the person who does, quote-unquote, have to bang me, and I, I don't know if there's a mm. better way to put it than have to bang me, right. is not a fan of it, and it was her birthday, I'm like, I mean, I'm going to shave the beard. It was, it was, a, it was, a, it was a thicket. How long did it take to shave the darn thing? Two minutes. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I could. I could How long did it take to grow it? I hadn't shaved since I guess her birthday was last Tuesday. So, and then I hadn't. I hadn't shaved since then. So then I went and shaved this morning, and I'm like, "Ooh, there's a lot of hair in there." Oh. How how long did it take? What? To grow it. 
I could probably have some semblance of that back by next Monday, I would oh. guess. But I can't grow a damn thing on top of my head. Oh, so then without head a beard, down. I go, then maybe I should get the uh, the procedure you had. Yeah, a few weeks. Bobby Magic mentioned your tuffs are no joke when he saw <laughs> you. He really did. He goes, <laughs> he oh, you're not, yeah, absolutely. How can you not? Well, so they, then I go, they do grow in. Yeah. So then I'm like, well, then maybe if I'm not going to have the beard, then I get the, the procedure and then... But then we were talking about that at the uh, the party we were having on Saturday night, and people were just like, "No, you, this is this is your look now." I don't have a look. I don't. I can't grow hair. This is not a choice. This isn't a look. A look is a choice. The beard is a look, I suppose. The hair is an unfortunate uh, outcome of a bad genetic lottery. Mm. That's all this is. And then you add in the misshapen skull, and you got a real problem. Now you here. have a look. <laughs> yeah, but again. The choice was my mother smoking crack to lead to this misshapen oh, skull. That's the choice. Her? Absolutely. Did she admit to that? You should have yeah. used that as one of the facts for our sales meeting. <laughs> <laughs> my mom smoked crack, and that is why my head is misshapen. <laughs> that misshapen head. Would and then the people were supposed to guess who yeah, that who was. was. Who, would have, who would they have figured? Who would they have guessed? Man, that's uh, a tough battle. Uh, send your emails in. Designer heating and cooling email today, nine forty-five. Jackson and I getting our asses ripped at ten o'clock. And uh, and now I see my uh, betrothed is not feeling well, so maybe that takes the oh, Blues game no. out of play anyway. So, uh, Jackson, QFTA might be making its glorious return. Maybe Can't it means wait. you only need three tickets now. Or two, <laughs> if the toddler can sit you, on your lap. She probably wouldn't mind if I... Mm. No, I think, since he's two now, I don't think you can do that. I think oh, he, he needs a ticket. This is like with the airlines. Yeah. Boy, that's a brutal beat. I'm sure you went through that yeah. once, like Greg turned two. Oh, yeah, yeah. Holy crap. Because they sit on your lap anyway. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's a bad beat. Yeah, I don't think you can... Anyway, whatever. Uh, so, QFTA is 50-50 at this moment. Send your emails in for QFTA. Anything is welcome. Uh, T. McKernan at InsideSTL.com. Uh, T-M-C-K-E-R-N-A-N at InsideSTL.com. And uh, we welcome anything. Questions, comments. Would really like an erotic story. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd love to sit in a closed room with Jackson and, and be hard. Oh, you know? oh, oh. Been waiting on it. 11 days. You're in favor of that, Jackson? <laughs> kidding me? Just two guys with erections talking to each other on a podcast. Oh, yeah. come on, Berkey. You're better than that. I am, I am far from better than that. <laughs> you still a man in love? Yep. God, I'd like yeah. to hear that. I, I, and the thing is, I know it so much, it didn't even like, even though I've been gone for, what is it, 11, 12 days? I don't know the days, Tim. That I'm like, I, it doesn't even cross my mind. I know Jackson. I mean, I think this is it. I'm just telling you, I think mm-hmm. this is it. it and I haven't, like even, it. I haven't met her. No, I haven't either. But um, it feels like this is I it. I know. The longer he keeps her away from the show. That and tells the you a lot, Plowhawk. Mm-hmm. No, the, the better off, the more successful it'll be. Mm-hmm. So I'm with Jackson. Yeah, happy as a clam. Mm-hmm. Same thing worked with him with the hair. He started growing hair That's out. The issue. Here come the women. Look at what's going on with you? Yeah. Telling you. Uh, it, you know, we were talking about Bill Simmons and and uh, walking talks. Maybe I'll start doing walking talks now. But there's radio wars involving Bill Simmons and another high-profile hashtag media member. We'll have that audio for you on the other side oh, of the break. Yep, nice getting better at yeah. teasing season. I worked on my teasing in the Caribbean. That's all I did. Two-hour teasing sessions <laughs> right, every morning. Teasing clinics. Uh, this is TMA presented to you by Brown and Crouppen.